Hey everybody, welcome to the Guide Culture Podcast. We are here bringing you a regular daily podcast during the events of the world, during uh, the coronavirus 2020, where everybody is quarantined and in their house. And, you know, maybe there's a little bit of news happening in the background and, you know, social media, maybe not so, so good stuff. But what we can do at least is kind of what I like to call the one-to-one ratio, right? So for every every not so good thing you watch or hear, you need to replace it with something good. So if there's an hour of news, you need to replace it with the, an episode of the Guide Culture podcast. And so since there is so much of that going on right now, we're like, hey, we need to just put out a ton of stuff so that people can have that one-to-one ratio very easily. So right now we are uploading daily uh, and we'll soon go back to our original schedule. But for right now, hope you enjoy these episodes. Uh, This one is about running your life and not letting your life run you. It's going to be really beneficial, especially if you feel like you have more time on your hands or if you just feel like there's so many more distractions, so many more people. This is going to be game changing for you in this season, but also for the rest of your life. I really hope it's helpful for you and I really hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We would love nothing more than for you to tag us on Instagram as you listen. And also, man, if you could just go give us a little rating, a little review on the iTunes app for the Guide Culture Podcast, that would mean the world. We just love going to read and um, check out those reviews because they are life for us. They like just pump us up to no end. So go and do that for us while you're, while you're hanging out at home with your fam. Uh, thanks so much guys. Hope you enjoy this podcast and we'll talk to you soon. You might have a little more time on your hands right now during this season of uh, quarantine possibly. Uh, and if you do have more time on your hands, you might have more things going on, right? You might have more people at home with you, your kids, your family, or you just have more distractions. You might, you know, I know for me, when I was working at home a lot, all I could think about was what was happening in other rooms, whether dishes needed to be done or laundry needed to be done, or, oh man, I've been meaning to clean this thing out. I've been meaning to do this. And it is so tempting to get distracted. It's so tempting to buffer is what we call it around here at Guide Culture, which is basically, basically what happens is you go in to do something that might be a little bit challenging, right? You might go into doing something like, oh, actually, you know what? Here's a perfect example. Okay. Just a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to download something on my computer. I was trying to airdrop something from my phone and it wasn't working. It was taking a while. And I just picked up my phone and started scrolling, just started scrolling on Instagram instead of just fixing the problem. And the way to fix the problem would have been, you know, turn the computer on and off, turn the phone on and off, maybe take a break and do something else productive. But instead I buffered right? I buffered and I did something that was not productive. And that's so normal and it's so common and it's 
okay, but there is definitely a way to be able to cut through that. And what I like to call cut the fat and really just be able to run your day instead of your day running you. And what I'm going to talk about today in this episode of the podcast is something that's going to help you during the season of the corona situation and of the quarantine situation, but it's also something that is going to really benefit you throughout your whole life. It has been game changing for me. In fact, there has been so many seasons where I've just like almost felt a panic of like, oh my gosh, how on earth, how on earth am I going to get everything done. And it almost makes me just freeze. I'm sure you've experienced this too, where you just actually don't even do anything at all because you are so overwhelmed with everything that needs to be done. This technique, I guess you could say, is an amazing way to be able to know for a fact, know for a fact that it is going to get done. Not only can you know it's going to get done, but you can also know when and and how and where it's going to get done. It is so nice to have something on your list and to be able to say, oh, like that's actually going to be done on Tuesday at three o'clock because you've already planned for it. You've already scheduled it. So there is absolutely a way to structure your time in your home, but also in your work. And I also think this is really awesome to do as a family, to have like a family calendar. I think humans, and I actually know this for a fact, humans love predictability. The brain loves knowing what to expect. And I think kids love to have a schedule. I think everybody loves to know what's coming next, when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. And it just feels good. It feels good to know. It gives you that sense of accomplishment to know that something has been on your calendar and you've accomplished it. And you're able just to prove to yourself on so many different ways that you are absolutely capable of doing what you promise yourself that you are going to do. So let's talk a little bit about the problem sometimes that I see happening. You know, we talk a little bit about time management and guide culture. And the reason this aligns so well is because of that activity, that productive activity, knowing what activity you're doing and and knowing for a fact that it is going to serve you and your business. And you can't really do that unless you know where your time is going. To me, I mean, I don't even feel like I'm working unless I am doing sales productive activity. You know, color coding your email and, you know, cleaning up and stacking up things and cleaning out your desktop, like that's not work. That's buffering, honestly, in my opinion. And when you know exactly what are the tasks you need to do to be able to move the needle and schedule them to know that they're going to happen, it's going to be game changing. And so the more that we do guide culture and the more that people come in and take the training, the more I see that this is actually probably one of the root problems. Uh, People feel like they are just so busy and they talk about being so busy as if it's happening to them or as if it's just like part of their personality and it's, you know, they're maybe a little bit of a victim of it and it's just who they are and it can't be changed. And I want you to know that I have also felt this way, honestly feels like pretty recently and it really wasn't until a a couple of situations, a couple of series of events that happened that I realized like, man, if I don't get control of this, my life is going to rule me instead of me 
determining my life. And the reason that, uh, you know, really thinking about being busy this way is kind of like a part of your characteristic. The reason it's so dangerous is because how you identify yourself is exactly how you are going to show up in your life. If you identify yourself as busy and you hear yourself thinking and hear yourself saying, I'm really busy, you will absolutely show up as very busy. If you identify yourself as shy, you are going to show up as shy. If you identify yourself as awkward, you're going to show up as awkward. Like this could go on for so many different things. So that that self-talk and, and the story that you t- tell yourself, that mindset, that mentality, the way that you will like allow thoughts to come in, that's going to determine exactly how you show up. I can just talk to somebody and I can know like how they, how they see themselves. And this is exactly why I just, I could go off on personality tests right now, but this is exactly what I'm talking about with personality tests, right? People, these tests tell you and identify you as something. And so people naturally show up as that. I can talk to people all day long and I can tell you if they identify themselves with a personality test. And I can tell just by the way that they talk because they talk in terms of what this test has told them to be. And, and what personality tests do is they say, hey, like this is what your strengths are. These are what your strengths are. These are what you are not so good at. And so people naturally identify with that and then just show up in that way. And it's kind of your subconscious, right? So the subconscious is a very mysterious part of the brain. A lot of times we don't know really exactly like what actually happens in the subconscious mind. But what we do know is it consists of about 87% of our thoughts. And so when anything comes into our brain, whether it's like in the background, it's the news in the background, it's a podcast, it's music, it's a personality test. As much as you want to say like, hey, that doesn't affect my thoughts. You really don't know that. You don't know that when you turn off the news that it's not lingering in your brain. In fact, I know that it is. Or that when you go to sleep at night and you're dreaming, you're thinking about the test that you just took telling you who you are. And so knowing how you identify yourself and how you talk about yourself, just be so aware of that. That's why like journaling, we just did a podcast on journaling, journaling and brain dumping and really taking inventory of what you're actually thinking about is going to determine the results that you have. So going back to to being busy, if you're talking about how you were just so busy all the time, you're just so busy, you have so much going on, you're exactly right. That's exactly how you will be. And also knowing the difference between, you know, quote, air quote, going the extra mile uh, to work more hours is definitely not the same as being productive. In fact, you might follow me on Instagram and you might look at my Instagram and you might think that I'm really busy. And the reason I, th- I think that is the messages that I get a lot are like, hey, like, thanks so much for responding. Like, I know you're really busy. Or, you know, sometimes people in my life are like, hey, I know you're really busy, but da 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 like, can you do this or whatever? Well, the, the truth is I'm actually very in control of my life. I'm very in control of my schedule. I set my schedule up very tight so that the there's really no room for for buffering. There's really no room to be able to get distracted. There's really no room for me to like be 
uh, idle, right? To like have this this mind of like this this boring mindset of of hey, like there's nothing to do. I don't know what to do because if you start thinking like I don't know what to do, that's first of all it's a very poisonous thought, and that's when you start doing unproductive activities very very quickly. Um, but the the truth is, I actually I take very very good care of myself, right? I get plenty of rest. I'm very intentional about my sleep. I really make sure that I'm working out, I'm eating the right foods, and also spending time with the right people. So it might look like I'm busy, but I actually know exactly what's happening and I'm very in control of my calendar and what gets done. So planning, another part of the problem, you know, planning your your life and planning your schedule, it definitely can be hard because of our brain, the way we were created. Okay. There's a part of our brain and it's called the lizard brain. It's yes. I said lizard, like the reptile, a lizard brain, and it does not enjoy, and it does not want to plan or follow through. It doesn't want to do that. It resists it. But what's really cool is that humans, we have the ability to override that part of our brain. And it's so important that we do that because not following through, it hurts your relationship with yourself. It hurts the relationship of you saying like, man, I told myself that I was going to do this and I didn't do that. And that is a way of breaking trust with yourself. And over time, breaking that trust over and over and over, you start to lose the confidence in yourself that like, hey, I said I was going to do this. And then I followed up and I actually didn't. So and just knowing and I think recognizing that like, okay, there is a part of my brain that does not want me to do this. Be aware of it. And then push through and just know that you are totally capable of pushing through. So let's talk a little bit about the solution, okay? The solution is that let's go ahead and change the story that we're telling ourselves, okay? You are not busy and your life is not busy. Actually, let's all say that together out loud. Ready? One, two, three. Say, I am not busy. My life is not busy. It's not. You are just thinking about your life that way. Managing your time really well is going to directly correlate with help managing your your life and help managing your mindset and managing those thoughts. And this, my friend, is going to massively improve your overall well-being. Managing your time is going to help you create an identity for yourself, a new identity for yourself, because you can determine exactly who you want to be. So we're going to plan. And when we plan, we are going to plan everything. And I mean everything. Okay. We are going to live and die by our calendar, live and die by the calendar. From the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, you're going to plan and nothing, hardly anything, hardly anything is going to get in the way. When you do this, when you plan on purpose, you are actually, you're strengthening an amazing skill to be able to plan something ahead of time, make decisions ahead of time, and know how you want to spend your life and follow through with it. I mean, how powerful is that, that you can literally determine exactly how you want your life to be and know exactly what the results are going to be and follow through with it. 
So just so you know, there's two, I really love studying the brain. Okay. Very interested in the brain. And there's two parts of your brain, right? There's the primitive brain and there's the prefrontal cortex. So the primitive brain, uh, it wants to be reactive and go through life without thinking at higher levels, right? It wants to just do exactly what it wants to do. It's like the animal part of us, right? But the human the human has the prefrontal cortex part, which is the planning part. And it's the only part of anyone's brain that can plan. I mean, how beautiful is it that we have the opportunity to sit and to think and to ponder about our future selves and to ponder about our future lives and to actually plan on it. This also is an amazing way to prevent decision fatigue Okay, decision fatigue, because the decision has already been made. You just have to execute. So just at the beginning of the episode, I was talking about how when I was working at home and I saw laundry, it would kind of throw me off because I felt like I needed to do it. But when I have it in my calendar that I'm going to do it on Wednesday at 4 p.m., I don't even have to make the decision to do the laundry. It's already been decided of when it's going to happen. So I can very confidently walk away from the laundry on Tuesday and say, that's going to get done tomorrow at four. I'm not saying it's going to get done this week at some point. I'm saying tomorrow at four, it is going to get done. Uh, And that is a very freeing thing to already make decisions at one point of the week. One time during the week, you make decisions and then all you do is you execute. So this technique is, it's not my technique. It is Brooke Castillo. She is a queen uh, from the Life Coach School. And she basically talks about how everything goes on our calendar, like non-negotiable. Everything, anything, everything is on our calendar. And I started to implement that and I took bits and pieces and I kind of changed it around because, um, you know, there is, there's just so many elements to my business and to my life and, and just figuring out how to align it really well. I kind of just took my own little way, but she is the one who, who taught me all of this. So basically you're going to plan and get excited about planning. Okay. Get excited. It's going to be awesome. I just want you to know that when you plan and when you are about to start executing the plan, you are going to feel a massive resistance. You just will. You're going to want to do something else. That's the primitive brain that's kicking in. You want to go lay on the couch and, and watch Netflix, right? That's a primitive brain thing. You want to just go to the freezer and grab some ice cream because that's a primitive brain thing. You want to get on Instagram or you want to get on TikTok and you want to scroll because that's the reactive thing. But just knowing that resistance that is coming and you feel it coming, it's okay. Just accept it, anticipate it, anticipate the resistance, and then push through. Just plan on not liking it for just a minute, right? Because if you don't, you're going to be disappointed. Remember, your your brain is really designed. It's designed for pleasure and it's designed for rest. So when you start something new and confusing, you will want to do the absolute opposite. So set time to actually plan. It's a very serious thing. You're not just planning a week or planning a day. You are planning your life, and you are creating your future. And honestly, friends, with this situation going on with Corona and everybody's at home, like when you have more time, you actually get less done. Because when you think about, hey, I have all day to do something, or I have all week to do something, or I have all year to do something, it will take you a year to do it. It will take you a week to do it, or it'll take you a day to do it. Whatever you think to yourself is like, oh, that doesn't have to be done until next week. 
well, it's going to take you all week to do it. So I don't want you to think about how long will this take or how long until it's due. I want you to start thinking, how long am I going to give myself? How long am I going to give myself? And that is how much you give yourself. Because remember, whatever you allow yourself is how long it's going to take you. And there is nothing, you're kind of like racing to beat the clock, right? It's like, oh man, uh, you know, you're about to go on vacation. You only have, you know, a day to pack and to clean the house and to clean out the fridge and to do laundry and to get that last bit of work done. And you get so much done because there is no other option but to finish it the day before you leave. And we're trying to replicate that here, right? We're trying to replicate this idea of like, hey, I only give myself X amount of time to do something. That's as long as I'm giving myself and I'm going to push through and make sure it gets done in that a lot of time. And there's really no excuses here. You know, I got a question that someone asked me that she was like, well, Hey, well, what if it takes you longer? That's really not an option. The Like your only option is to get it done in that a lot of time. And you're not going to do this perfectly. I never do this perfectly, honestly, but what I do know uh, is that the more that you do it, the better you can predict how much time it's going to take you and the better you can you can um, accurately give yourself an allotted amount of time to finish tasks. And you really want to honor that calendar, right? So you don't want to, you know, if something feels like it's about to take longer, you don't want to move it around because you're kind of like stealing for your, from yourself in a way, right? So honor the calendar, stick to the calendar. It's a non-negotiable. Okay, so the process, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to brain dump and you're going to write down literally everything that's in your brain that you need to do personally, relationally and professionally. And every time you feel like you've written it all down, you probably haven't. So I want you to just pause, like get in a quiet room, write it all down, just pause and just sit there and just think, just think, is there anything else? Is there anything else that I'm missing? And just continue to do that over and over and over until you really feel like everything is out on paper. Next, you're going to calendar your whole entire week. The very first thing that I put in my calendar or that I find time for for every day is two hours of creative time two hours, start to finish. And this is the time that it's like, do not disturb. Um, no one calls me like I'm on airplane mode. There's no distractions even close to being allowed for me for these two hours. And I put in kind of like writing time. So for example, today I wrote an email sequence. I wrote three podcast, uh, outlines And I wrote a Facebook live content outline all in two hours, but I was like head down, you know, like there was no looking up for even like, I can't, I'm not even allowed to go to the bathroom, right? Before I sit down, I have gone to the bathroom. I have my water, I have my coffee, I have whatever I want in front of me. There's no getting up in this two hours. And something to remember is that like, let's say your hours are from three to five in the afternoon. You don't sit down at three, you are working at three. So you might sit down at 2.45 and you might like, you know, pull everything up and make sure you have everything you need. Maybe you've done some research beforehand. You've, you've prepared for this two hours to be able to be full on focus time. And if you, you know, you might get through those two hours and think, man, I need to go do some, some more research before I move on. So you might need to take some additional time to actually do the research or to, you know, whatever you need to do to prepare so that those two hours are very, very laser focused, very laser focused. Right. So I plan for those two hours 
I plan for my workouts. So my workouts are usually in the morning and I plan to be working out at 5 a.m., which means I don't wake up at 5. I don't drive to the gym at 5. I don't warm up at 5. Like I'm actually in the workout at 5. So I try to, you know, get to the gym at 4.40 a.m. so that I can spend some time warming up. I might do a little walk. I might do a little stretching. And then my workout begins at 5. And then I do, you know, when I get, I'll plan my getting ready time and I plan for, you you know, the drive home, the shower, I plan for, you know, packing the food, packing my bag. Maybe I do that the night before and I plan for my drive in and I plan also, I go ahead and calendar my journaling, my quiet time and all of that. Then everything else gets kind of placed around that. Um, so whether it's meetings or it's, you know, other appointments or my free time, I'll schedule my rest time. I mean, anything goes into the calendar, my reading, anything and everything, it just goes in the calendar as a non negotiable. As you are putting things on the calendar, you're going to cross it off your brain dump list and and just get it out of your sight. You can throw it away. You can delete it from your phone, delete it from Asana, wherever you put that brain dump. Because the reason you can delete it is because, or excuse me, you can delete it or throw it away is because it's basically good as done. The way you think about it is like, okay, I've already put it in my calendar. All I have to do is execute. So you can assume that the tasks are done. You can know that you're going to have things done what day and what time. And that, my friends, is so invigorating. It's just like, it's the best feeling ever to know that you have a plan. And every day when you wake up, you know exactly what you're going to do and you know exactly how you're going to get to the next level of your goals. Now, throughout the week, things might pop up. You're like, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to do that. Great. Do whatever you can to not mess with your current calendar. But what you can do is make a running list for the next. So it's like you're you're starting your brain dump list for the next week. On a Friday, you can, you know, check through and see what hasn't been done and what might need to fall over into the next week. But just playing around with this is going to be really, really helpful for you. I did a mini training on my Instagram on this, and I actually showed you the way I calendar things. I did a screen share on my computer and I posted it on my highlights. So go to my Instagram, Macy McNeely, M-A-C-Y, M-C-N-E-E-L-Y and hit that that highlight called scheduling. And we can also put the YouTube video that I posted all of that on uh, in the show notes here of my screen recording. Um, You can check it out there or just search guide culture on YouTube and you will find it there as well. So I'd love for you to try this just for one week and then tag me on Instagram. Let me know how it goes uh, and let me know how much you got done. I, after I did this mini training, I've gotten so many messages of people saying, oh my gosh, this has been game changing. I've gotten so much done in the last two days and I have in like the last month. I'm like, I literally know. I think it's the two hours. I think the two hour trick is what's so game changing. It's just amazing. So I hope you guys love it. I hope you enjoy it. And again, please let me know, tag me on Instagram and I cannot wait to talk to you guys soon.